Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Donald Trump, formally charged in New York City, pleads not guilty to 34 counts of made-up, literally trumped-up charges against him that aren't even felonies, counting the same crime over and over again. Now, you may be confused by that, so I'm going to give you the best analogy that I can explain to you about how ridiculous the 34-count indictment is before I let you hear from Donald Trump directly from what he had to say at his press conference last night. I want you to imagine that you are jaywalking and a police officer stops you jaywalking and he says, I'm going to charge you with jaywalking and I'm deciding out of thin air now that it is a felony to jaywalk, not a misdemeanor. You'd be a little bit shocked and stunned. Like, what do you mean? Well, you were having the intent, the officer says, of committing another heinous crime that was a felony. You would obviously ask the question, what is the other crime that I was about to commit? Well, we're not going to tell you yet. That is analogy number one of exactly what happened in court to Donald Trump. This indictment, which I've read, and I've talked to a lot of lawyers that I trust, a lot of lawyers that understand this stuff. And after I read it, I called each one of them that I knew and I was like, all right, have you read it? And they're like, yeah, I've read it. And I'm like, okay. Am I wrong or am I right to 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 understand it the way that I just described it? And they're like, that's spot on. I said, so so Donald Trump has been arraigned. The indictment has been unsealed. It's been leaked before that, which also is a felony. I wonder if Alvin Bragg is going to charge himself with crimes for leaking that. I'm sure he won't. But this is not a felony. Correct. Okay, so it's not a felony. They're making up charges out of thin air, yes. And 
one of the charges that they're charging Donald Trump with, they won't even tell you what the other crime was. Is that right? That's exactly right. All right. Well, then fast forward to Alvin Bragg's press conference. Alvin Bragg is asked about this. And Alvin Bragg's like, well, we, we know there was a crime that was that was going to be committed and moved on. Wouldn't name what the crime is he's being accused of. Now, you have to be able to have a defense and you got to know what you're being charged with. And this 34 count indictment doesn't tell you what the big crime is. So so Donald Trump doesn't even know and his legal team doesn't even know how to defend a crime that they're accusing him of because the crime is actually not listed. Now, let's move on to analogy number two. How did we get to a 34 count indictment? All right, we're going to go exactly back to the same scenario. Imagine you are jaywalking and a police officer runs up on you and says, aha, you're jaywalking. I'm going to nail you. And you're like, okay. And they say, well, we're going to charge you with a felony. Felony count of jaywalking because you had the intent to jaywalk to then commit another crime. And you're like, well, that's insane. And then they say this to you. Well, you've actually jaywalked 34 times. You're like, what are you talking about? Well, we counted the number of steps it must have taken you to get to where you were when you stopped jaywalking halfway through that intersection and you took 34 steps. So therefore, we're going to charge you with 34 counts of jaywalking. And you're like, well, hold on a second. I just if you're going to accuse me of jaywalking, then I have to you, you that's one count, buddy. You can't say that I just jaywalked 34 times when I'm jaywalking one time. And they're like, no, 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 that's exactly what we're going to charge you with. 34 counts of jaywalking because you took 34 steps walking across the street before we busted you. You would look at that law enforcement agent. You'd look at that prosecutor and you'd say you're totally insane. You would say this is this is absolutely absurd. And think about how mad you would be, because that's how uh, that's how how ridiculous would it be that every single time that you took a step. They then say that, oh, yeah, no, that's 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 what you did. You, you, you jaywalked again. You took another step. You jaywalked again. You took another step. You jaywalked again. The 34 count indictment against Donald Trump is the exact same scenario as that. They're alleging that Donald Trump committed a crime in paying money to Stormy Daniels. But each time there was a check written when it came to paying Stormy Daniels that money back to Michael Cohen, who was at the time the lawyer for Donald Trump, that he committed a new crime. So he committed one crime, but they're saying he did it 34 times. And they're saying that each time there was a check or they wrote in the ledger that there was paperwork done internally, that that is a count of falsifying business records. In the first degree, which, by the way, is also not a felony in New York. That's the part that's insane. So if you're President Trump, I want you to imagine sitting there in court yesterday. And I want you to imagine the absurdity that you're waiting on this to come down. Right. You're, you're, you're actually waiting. And you're like, all right, what the hell are you going to charge me with? I want to know. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I'm you're, you're you're forcing the former president of the United States of America to come into New York City. You're forcing me. Uh, the, the entire city to shut down. You're wasting taxpayer dollars 
at a level that we've never seen before. And, and I'll give you an example. Eric Trump tweeted this out. He said, Alvin Bragg literally shut down the entire city of New York. Alvin Bragg called up 38,000 New York Police Department officers. Everybody get there, get to work. He then closed down the FDR drive. And now we've been told is spending an estimated $200 million of city funds to go after Donald Trump. All for $130,000 NDA payment. But every time you put it in the ledger, that was a new felony. This is insane. Eric Trump said, I never thought I would see this level of corruption in the United States of America. But here we are. And to be clear, this is not a prosecution for crimes. This is a persecution. If Donald Trump had just gone away after he lost the last election, they wouldn't have done this to him. Ever. There's a reason why the last district attorney did not charge him with these crimes. There's a reason why the federal government and the FEC looking into this did not charge Donald Trump with any crimes. Because not only did he not commit a crime once, he sure as hell didn't commit it 34 times within the same crime. There's reaching and then there's total insanity. Somebody else said to me, they said this would be like the equivalent of saying, okay, uh, you cheated 93 times because you were with somebody for 93 minutes. You're like, wait, what? I was with him one time. Nope, 93 times because it was 93 minutes. There's a million different analogies that can be used here to talk about the absurdity and the insanity of all this. And I think you understand the point now. Now, there's also something else here. There are some in the media that are reacting to this differently than others. CNN had their senior justice correspondent, Evan Perez, said this about this indictment. This is CNN, folks, talking to Anderson Cooper. And they hate Donald Trump. They've wanted Donald Trump to be arrested. They want, they want Donald Trump to, to live in prison and die in prison. This is CNN, okay? CNN's Evan Perez said the DOJ, quote, underwhelmed by Bragg's indictment based on many of the things they didn't prosecute. I don't know how it's a felony. That is CNN saying that. That's CNN. But this was all a political charade from the very beginning. Eric Trump, last night, went on Hannity's show. And Eric Trump had this to say about the charade. And it is a charade. We hopped in the motorcade. Every single intersection was closed. The FDR was closed. There was an army around Trump Tower. There's an army around the courthouse. There was barricades all over New York. Literally, Alvin Bragg caused 38,000 NYPD officers to be distracted from their jobs. Over $200 million are estimating that trip was for what? For a $130,000 payment? It's insane. How many people in New York died because the entire NYPD wasn't doing their job because they were dealing with Alvin Bragg's political charade. You want to know how political the charade is? Making up these charges out of thin air, taking the one payment and somehow turning into 34 different felonies, one payment for the same thing over and over again. Like, oh yeah, each time you stroke the pen, that's a felony on the same check. That's how absurd this is. 
jaywalking and you took 36 steps or 34 steps. And so we're going to charge you with 34 counts of jaywalking. That's how absurd this charge is. What's even more insane than that? Democrats are cheering on the fact that former President Donald Trump could, and this is this is a fact, could face, we're now being told, up to 136 years in prison if he is convicted on these 34 counts of falsification of business records. If the judge decides this, it could be up to 136 years if convicted. Under New York state law, the crime with which Trump is charged is a Class E felony, which carries a maximum sentence of four years per count. Do the math. A person is guilty of falsifying business records in the first degree when he commits the crime of falsifying business records in the second degree and when his intent to defraud includes an intent to commit another crime. But we don't know what the other crime is. Remember, he's been accused of trying to commit another crime, but they won't tell us what the other crime was. To aid or conceal the commission thereof. That's what it says in New York. So, all right, we've charged Donald Trump. They want to put him in jail for 136 years. I think we all know that means a life sentence. And this is the Democratic Party now. Let's talk about a great opportunity for your IRA and 401ks. You can get free gold just by learning about gold IRAs from Augusta Precious Metals. It's important that you know what's going on in this crazy economy and your hard-earned savings need protecting from the devalued dollar, protecting from the devalued dollar, especially if you're close to retirement. Augusta Precious Metals will give you information on how to protect your savings and open a gold IRA. So if you've saved at least 100000 for retirement, call and ask about their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. I trust Augusta Precious Metals, and you can too. They will make sure that you understand what is best for you and your portfolio. There's a reason. Money Magazine says they are the best gold IRA company. Get free gold, free information, and retirement protection now by calling 877-4-GOLD-IRA. That's 877-4-GOLD-IRA or AugustaPreciousMetals.com. This indictment came down from D.A. Bragg and his press conference where he couldn't even answer basic questions about what happened and wouldn't explain what the crime was that Donald Trump had the intent to break that's in the indictment but not named, which is totally absurd. And Andy McCarthy said this about what this judge should do if this judge was a real judge, not an activist. Neil, if the judge does his job right here, the case should be dismissed and it actually should be dismissed quickly. Uh, I agree with what my friends have said, but I, I think this is actually worse than what we anticipated because what we anticipated was that they were trying to bootstrap a misdemeanor, which, by the way, they'd have a good deal of difficulty proving if it was just the misdemeanor. But they need to show that he concealed another crime in supposedly falsifying the business records. And what we've thought up until now is that they were he was going to use that as an avenue to enforce federal campaign finance law. Now, maybe that's what he's planning to do. But he's got to tell us what he's planning to do. And more importantly, he's got to tell Donald Trump. So I think this indictment, even before you get to the statute of limitations and whether he's got jurisdiction to enforce federal law, I would dismiss it on its face because it fails to state a crime. (laughs) Here, it fails to state a crime 34 times. Fails to state a crime 
34 times. Now, Donald Trump held a rally last night at Mar-a-Lago after pleading not guilty. I want you to hear some of the highlights of what he had to say. And I never thought anything like this could happen in America. Never thought it could happen. The only crime that I have committed is to fearlessly defend our nation from those who seek to destroy it. For our elections were like those of a third world country. And now this massive election interference at a scale never seen before in our country, beginning with the radical left, George Soros-backed prosecutor Alvin Bragg of New York. You want to get President Trump at any cost, and this before he knew anything about me, didn't know a thing about me. He was campaigning. This fake case was brought only to interfere with the upcoming 2024 election, and it should be dropped immediately, immediately. The criminal is the district attorney because he illegally leaked massive amounts of grand jury information for which he should be prosecuted. And this is where we are right now. I have a Trump-hating judge with a Trump-hating wife and family. Incredibly, we are now a failing nation. We are a nation in decline. And now these radical left lunatics want to interfere with our elections by using law enforcement. With all of this being said, and with a very dark cloud over our beloved country, I have no doubt, nevertheless, that we will make America great again. Thank you very much. The speech came. You, you hear Trump there, and you hear what he had to say, and it's interesting how calm he is. I think he's still in shock that they're actually doing this in the United States of America. Like, what we also know, there are reports out that Alvin Bragg wants this Trump indictment slash trial to happen in January of next year, right in the middle of the Republican primary. In other words, throw Trump in a courtroom, we'll attack and slander him and make people hate him so they won't vote for him, right when they're about to vote for him. The Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg reportedly asked the judge to hold the trial of former President Donald Trump in January of 2024 which happens to be dead smack in the middle of a presidential primary season. Fox News reporter Jake Gibson, who was in the courtroom, said the prosecutors had asked for the January 24 trial date. You want to know when the Iowa caucuses is, the first contest, the Republican primary? February the 5th. That means the prosecutors want a trial that would undoubtedly affect the race for the Republican nomination both by distracting the current frontrunner and by tarnishing him, this is a smear campaign, relative to the other candidates in the race at the exact same time when people start to go vote in Iowa. And then after Iowa, you have New Hampshire, and then after that, you have South Carolina. The list goes on and on. The requested date would also deprive Republican voters the opportunity to choose another candidate. In the event that Trump was, in fact, found guilty, that's part of what they want to do here. It would force them to vote while the outcome of the trial is still in question, which would make people nervous. Remember, in 2020, Trump was forced to campaign for re-election during his impeachment trial, 
which was brought on by the Democrats, which no doubt had an impact on the election. This is called election interference. Remember how the Democrats were obsessed with that? Remember when they were obsessed with the idea of, 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 of Russia interfering in our elections, which never happened because they created the Steele dossier out of thin air. They were the ones that paid for it. They're the ones that got it with Fusion GPS. They're the ones that did all of that, remember? And it was successful, by the way. You undermined the president of the United States of America the entire time he was in office. Alvin Bragg ran on, I'm going to get him. Those are his words. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get Trump. He ran for office for, the, for the, the, the district attorney of New York and raised money off of saying, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get Trump. They started this witch hunt in 2016. They started in 2016 and now look at where we are. Tucker Carlson put it brilliantly when he said, if Donald Trump would have retired in 2020, he would not have been arraigned tonight. They would have just let it go, but he didn't go away. Take a listen. Happened at that Manhattan courthouse. It's obvious to many Democrats, too. Trump was criminally charged because he is planning to challenge Joe Biden in the upcoming presidential election. It's really that simple. If Donald Trump had retired in 2020, would he have been arraigned today? Of course not. Top Democrats know that. Some effectively admit it. The liberal blog Politico this morning ran a piece describing what it called President Joe Biden's most senior advisors, predicting that Trump will be the Republican nominee and because he has now been charged with crimes, he will lose the general election. Thanks to this criminal case, the Biden White House, believes that swing voters, the critical voters in a presidential election, are, quote, now permanently out of Trump's reach. And just to make certain that swing voters never fall within Trump's reach, Donald Trump is scheduled to be back in court in New York with the accompanying media circus just weeks before the first Republican primary. This is the boldest election interference ever attempted in this country's history. And if you doubt that, if you think it's maybe on the level, then we suggest you look carefully at the indictment that was unveiled today. Donald Trump, as you probably heard, has been charged with 34 separate crimes. Those crimes turn out on close examination to be the same crime repeated 34 times. And that crime is, quote, falsifying business records in the first degree. So the Manhattan DA alleges that Donald Trump sent his own money to various people for various entirely legal reasons but didn't account for it correctly in his office records. That's what he's accused of. And even if what Alvin Bragg has said Trump did, he actually did do, Trump could not be charged with that because the statute of limitations has expired. So the question is, how did Alvin Bragg drag Donald Trump into court today? Well, he did it by claiming that Trump falsified business records as a means of violating some other much more serious law. That's what he's saying. Here's Alvin Bragg today. Under New York state law, it is a felony to falsify business records with intent to defraud and an intent to conceal another crime. That is exactly what this case is about. 34 false statements made to cover up other crimes. These are felony crimes in New York state, no matter who you are. 
we cannot and will not normalize serious criminal conduct. The defendant repeatedly made false statements on New York business records. He also caused others to make false statements. So here's what Bragg just said, in case you weren't paying attention to the lecture. Donald Trump has committed a crime not by changing business records, but by changing business records in order to conceal another more serious crime or to defraud somebody. So let's take it this in order. What is the more serious crime? Well, we have no idea <laughs> because Bragg hasn't told us. No such more serious crime is listed in the indictment. And critically, and this really is the point, Donald Trump has not been charged with another more serious crime. So what we have as of tonight is an indictment that does not allege specific violations of the law. Well, that's, of course, unconstitutional, but it's also farcical. What about the fraud claim you just heard Bragg make on television? Well, Bragg claims that Trump sent money to Stormy Daniels in order to influence the outcome of the 2016 election. And in so doing, he tried to, quote, defraud voters. Well, that turns out to be an actual crime that's on the books. Bragg is claiming that Donald Trump committed a campaign finance violation, which is a federal crime, by the way. The problem is he did not commit a campaign finance violation. Nobody is claiming that he did, including the Federal Election Commission, which has investigated this question. So as a legal matter, the case brought today, the 34 felonies, make no sense at all. It's ridiculous. But as a political tactic, which is precisely what it is, it is likely to be effective. And that's why the media so fervently supports it. I had to play that for you because I, I love the way that he described it. It's exactly how I said it earlier. And this is another brilliant conservative individual who's saying it the same way. We don't know what the crime is. They're charging for the same crime 34 times. There is no there there. This is a get Trump at any cost strategy. They've been doing this since 2016, which brings me back to what I was saying a moment ago about the liberal media. Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to say thank you and tell you about our good friends at Patriot Mobile. They are now offering a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Yeah, Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer nationwide coverage on the best G4 and G5 networks, the same network and towers you're using right now. The difference is not only do you get the same great quality that you're used to, but they actually are a company that fights to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. So this year, resolve to stop spending your money with companies that don't align with your values. In fact, actually fight against what you believe in. Switch to Patriot Mobile. You're, you'll be supporting First and Second Amendment groups, the rights of unborn children, and even helping with adoptions. It is easy to switch. Call them right now. Or go online to PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. Or call them 878-PATRIOT. You're going to get free activation with the offer code Ferguson. That's 878-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. There are obviously commentators, right, and hosts that are cheering on these indictments because this is get Trump at all costs, right? Hold, hold nothing back. We don't care if we're the banana republic, just do it. We don't care if this is third world, we just do it. 
CNN's Evan Perez, who is their top guy when it comes to justice. He is not a commentator. He's an actual news guy. He was asked about this indictment when it came out. Listen to how he described it. This is live on air at CNN right after the indictment of Donald Trump. Uh, correspondent Evan Perez is here. Evan, you've been following all the legal back and forth in this case, certainly the classified documents case. What stood out to you about today? Well, Anderson, I think uh, like you, uh, you know, we were certainly expecting a lot more of a narrative from the prosecutors and the, the district attorney there uh, of, of the legal theory of this case. And, and what we don't have is exactly how they're tying it to a second crime which makes it a felony. And, and, you know, one of the things that we were watching, of course, when the district attorney was speaking later after uh, the court uh, had wrapped up was he made reference to a possible tax crime, uh, possibly under New York state tax law. Now, that's what we're going to be watching for in the coming weeks uh, when the uh, district attorney has to present more of the evidence uh, for this case. They point out, for instance, uh, you know, they cross the, uh, the, 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 the issue of intent for Donald Trump by saying that he personally signed these checks, right? So, they, so at least they establish that they believe they have evidence that Donald Trump intended to violate these laws. The question is, you know, how does this cross into a felony? And again, that's where what we are surprised, frankly, that we didn't see more of that in the statement of facts or in anything that the, uh, the district attorney presented today. Evan, I'm wondering if you're hearing from any sources within the Justice Department about their reaction to the indictment today. I think like that, like us, uh, Anderson, I think there was a lot of uh, consternation that there wasn't more here uh, to be seen. Again, they are not privy to the evidence that the district attorney has, uh, certainly, you know, for, for the present presentation of this case. A lot of this stuff, of course, is is what, you know, federal prosecutors in New York had looked at, Anderson. Uh, they had chosen not to bring a case against Donald Trump based on many of the things that you saw today. It is possible that, again, Alvin Bragg has uh, facts uh, that violate, that, that show a violation of state law that, of course, the, the feds would not have looked at. So, again, they're not privy to everything here, but they, uh, they're, they're, like us, I think, a little bit underwhelmed by the facts they saw presented. Yeah, Evan Perez. I, I mean, underwhelmed by the facts that were presented today. This is CNN. you got to understand something about CNN, okay? They hate Donald Trump. Right, he called him fake news. They've been at war with him since 2016 when he came down that escalator. They wanted this, and, and you got to understand about these psychos that are watching CNN. Like CNN's ratings are so bad right now; they're the worst they've been in, in, in since they've been on the air in my entire lifetime. And I'm not exaggerating that. So these moments are when CNN gets huge ratings boosts from the anti "I hate Trump" viewer who is going to tune in because they want to watch Donald Trump burn. Right? This is big news. If you're a cheerleader for that side, and that is your audience, and that's exactly what the audience is for CNN right now, you want to give them hope, false hope, that this thing is going to work, and this is a day of reckoning in America for Donald J. Trump and the evil Trump person. And the, and the staff at CNN, I know this because I, I was a conservative commentator for seven years there in hell, fighting the good fight, defending Donald Trump many a times. In fact, that's when I would get my phone calls from Donald Trump at the White House. Thank you for defending me. Thank you for fighting for me. Thank you for, I would get the notes from the White House. Hey, you know, the president appreciates and saw what you did on CNN tonight, defending him. This is their bread and butter, 
Okay, this is what they want to happen. The fact that they didn't give their audience a lot of hope here and the fact that they gave this analogy the way that they did, like we're just kind of shocked by this, right? Based on many of the things they didn't prosecute referring to the federal government. I don't know how it's a felony and we're underwhelmed and everybody else at justice is underwhelmed by this. They know there's this is absurd. They know that there is nothing there. But if this case has to play out during a primary, if this case has to go to a primary and this thing doesn't start until 2024, right before Iowa, you may have gotten the gift that you want. The gift of interfering in a presidential election. Let that sink in. This may not be about him going to jail. This may be about costing him the White House again. That's the goal here. All right, make sure you share this podcast, please, with your family and friends. See you back here in just a little bit. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 